Hey, welcome Hi. in. I thought, I thought I was going to do it. <laughs> oh, another wonderful greeting into Hello. a dive deep podcast with Billy and Lori. There you have it. And um, it was very appropriate that we both tried to talk day. over the top of it's each great other. great day. <laughs> Gotta be a great day. Oh, my goodness. How's Anyways, everybody doing? Yeah. Hope you're having a good week. It's uh, Labor Day week. So uh, we're getting this a couple days later than the norm, maybe. And hopefully you had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. We kicked into a new series this past Sunday. We did. And um, it is called Chase the Lion. I love the bumper. And yeah, the bumper was good, wasn't it? Did Craig, I mean, not Craig. Hi, Craig. Sorry about that. Um, Eric. Did Eric do the bumper or was that already Well, Eric generated? put it together, but it is Mark Batterson generated. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. It was so, very well done. So we're, we're doing a series that's kind of based on a book by Mark Batterson called uh, Chase the Lion, mm-hmm. which was a follow-up to um, something about a lion in a pit on a snowy day or something, I think was one of the first books he wrote. But mm-hmm. anyways, this one talks about dreams and... Um, so we just kind of kicked into it this September because it's a great time to recharge your batteries a bit. Kids are going back to school. Things kind of getting back to the September, norm. September, January. Yeah. A little bit of John Acuff. Um, yeah. That was kind of good. You're he just talks dropping about, names. Look uh, at you. Well, me and John, we're tight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, that was that's interesting, September, January, because I, I can totally get that. Yeah. Well, you yeah, it's a great point. You kind of some kind of something to jump in and kind of get you through the fall. Yeah, so the the concept that John Acuff, he's an author and a writer, um, and he says that he calls September, September, January. We just said that. Rather than just September, because it gives you the chance to kind of look back and, hey, what are some of the New Year's resolutions? Most everybody's going to kick back and say, we'll just wait till 2024, and he's like, why waste four months? (laughs) Let's, yes. let's kickstart into something new now. So we ramp that up and say, rather than just resolutions, what about dreams that God has put in your heart? What are the mm-hmm. hopes? What are the dreams that God has given you? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is, as a church, we've got the vehicle that all of us can combine and be part of a dream together. And of course, that's kind of where we're going at Calvary. And so, yeah, I think it was a good start. You spoke about our wonderful Detroit Lions. I did. And the difference between a fair weather fan and a bandwagon fan. Yes. And what are you? <laughs> For the Lions? Oh. I uh, think you are. You're a band. No, you're a I'm fair weather a, fan. I'm just a fan. You know? You're a fair weather fan. I'm, no, I'm really not a fair weather fan. I've learned my lesson with them. No, if, so you, I, if they're doing well, you watch them. No, if they're no good. No, the Tigers. Now, the Tigers, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. Fairweather fan, but with the Lions, I'm just a fan. Yeah, except you like that Austin Meadows guy or whatever his name is, Parker Meadows. Right, that's what I'm saying. Fairweather fan. I like Parker Meadows. I don't think he's married. I would love for him to marry my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, if somebody can drop okay, this podcast so to Parker, we'd appreciate because it. you lost me very much in the quick in the beginning because you're going so fast, you speak so fast. You go through all of these things. You talk about dreams, visions, hopes, and then you have one of your slides and it had something in there and you, now you're not even going to remember it. I couldn't even write it down fast enough. So you need to slow down daddy because I can't write fast enough. So just saying, if you're out there, you know what I mean? And you have the same problem. What? 
is I don't the know. Slide. It was a whole slide that was full of something very important, but then it went. You started talking about the next thing, and then we couldn't. It just switched over. Yep. So I don't know. Yeah, what, I don't know what know, it was. I don't know. Anyway, just when you have like a point, you gotta like slow down, Daddy. So that what was we it? Can Could you say slow down, Daddy? <laughs> one more time. <laughs> slow down, Daddy. Slow down. Yeah, that's like from some kids thing that we used to listen to with the girls i have a feeling mm-hmm. anyway it was at the very beginning it was like the very first slide and it was hmm. like a quote of some sort and then it was gone so because then you went into the scripture part of second samuel and we started talking about Beniah. so we can go i'm just saying what was that get it fast yeah enough. and i don't have my notes in front of me I so, know. so it doesn't sure. matter now but just saying in the future Okay, we'll slow it down. Benaiah, he was a lion chaser. He was. He was a dude, man. I love that name, Benaiah. He Benaya. was a dude. Second Samuel, and he was one of David's main guys. And mm-hmm. in fact, David made him the captain of his bodyguard. And why not? If a guy is willing to chase a lion into a pit on a snowy day, then you got to have it all going on. Kevin and Costner Benaya was the bodyguard. Did. So he was, and even he would be smart enough not to chase a lion into a pit on a snowy day. I don't know. I don't so think he'd be afraid. Benaiah yeah, was Benaya. the only one to do that. And, and then he was appointed to command the army by Solomon. He was. Yep. Yeah, so Benaiah actually made it through two kings and had, um, he actually ramped up his. Do you think Benaiah was a believer? Will he be in heaven? Yes. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he's part of the Old Testament and the Jewish people that were following God and his precepts and principles, and he would have been part of okay. that with King David and King Solomon. I would like to meet him. <laughs> you'll have the chance. And he was one, what is this that you said, one decision propelled... Like he, that one decision to chase, he chased after one decision and it propelled him into the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that one decision that he made helped propel him into his destiny and into his dream job. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Run to the roar. He ran to the roar. We usually run away from it. Well, I did think about the first responders. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially, and especially when you think of like 9 11. Right? Ran first into responders the fire. are always running towards yeah. the roar. Yeah, they run towards the. And so we are very appreciative and thank. We are very thankful for that. Yeah, for sure, very much um, so. Yeah, and then you you spoke. Uh, the thief comes to rob and destroy. Well, yeah, and I, I have mean, come so you live abundantly. Well, we, we as soon as you talk about dreams, there are some people that probably just shut off mentally, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't have any dreams." Yeah. Okay. Why? That's one thing I remember. I said that I why? might come across as being a little sassy. Why don't you have any dreams? Well, because either a they get stolen, and that's why we use John ten ten, mm-hmm. where Jesus says, "I've come to give you life and life to the full," and I'm I'm to blame uh, for this. I do this. I, I use that verse without using the one prior. Mm-hmm. But what Jesus says is, "The thief comes." To steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. But I have come to give you life and life to the full. Mm -hmm. Life to the full, I think, includes the dreams and the goals and the aspirations and the hopes that God plants in your heart. But if we're not careful, yeah, Satan comes to steal those away. He wants wants us to be a hopeless 
dreamless people. And we kind of are. We can lean that direction if we're not careful, yeah. And, and it's because those dreams have been stolen. And, of course, that goes back to even what we talked about with prayer, that a lot of times when people pray, and especially if they've got, like, like we know of a, a, a person who has really struggled with, they prayed for their spouse, that God would heal them, didn't happen, and now it's like, okay, well, I prayer doesn't work. And that's... A lot of times that can happen with people. They they pray for something, and they pray for it so long, and then it doesn't happen, and God doesn't answer quite the way we want. And it's like, well, why pray? Yes. Um, so I think the same thing happens with dreams. You have a dream, the dream gets crushed, or the dream is, you know, you're, you're no longer able to pursue that. And it's like, okay, well, I tried dreaming once, but it didn't work. No, God has a dream all so throughout why, our life. So why don't we talk about dreams or like... Maybe it's because people are too, like if someone were to say something that this is, I have a dream to, I mean, as soon as you say I have a dream, I automatically go to Martin Luther King. Right. Right. And so he's like the most popular one to have ever said that. But as far as like nobody talks about dreams and like if someone makes fun of you, I'm like, you can't do that. Well, yeah. Why are you crazy? You can't okay, do so that. so we talked about that they can get stolen or they can get stifled. Yes, our dreams can get stifled, and sure, sometimes you know somebody shares a dream and and boy, if, if we're not careful, even as parents, you know, we can squelch our kids' dreams, mm-hmm. and they share a dream, and it's like you, you get told no, 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 or hey, you don't want to dream. Oh, that's that, gonna cost a lot it. of money. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Oh, you're, you're never not gonna, gonna, be gonna able make to do all that. that much. Money you're not doing smart that. enough, and yeah, yeah. so. All of a sudden, the dream gets stifled, and and I just I think there are a lot of people out there that have either had their dreams stolen or their dreams stifled so much that it's like, no, I'm not going to dream again. I'm not going right. to put myself in that position again. But I believe that God gives us the opportunity to have another dream, to have a new dream, yeah, to recharge our dream, dream again. Or with the stifle, I think we talked about how sometimes life can just become such a mess, and we got to clean some of the stuff off because dreams down get deep, buried beneath the hurts and the scars there you are we need to rekindle the flame yep. fan the flame and even paul told that to timothy mm-hmm. he said there's a gift within you timothy you got to stir that up you need to rekindle well if that you flame. do nothing that's when you drift bam bam we talked about that yeah yeah and you know if you don't dream and you don't have an ambition then you know how fast life goes by like 20 years go by, 25 years go by, and then you're kind of like. Where did that go? Yeah. So drift, things drift. Time goes by really fast. And then you realize, I don't have this, and I'm this. And then you complain, you complain. It's like, but you you didn't dream. It's like, it's not going to happen overnight. Do you remember, this is totally off subject. Do you remember that movie that we went and saw called Adrift? And it was about that couple that was on a boat or something. And then they got stuck in a hurricane. Yeah, and that was then, sad. Well, yeah, because the guy, I think, lost so his life. So what's your point here? So I didn't have one with that. Okay. <laughs> I was just mentioning that it movie because really it was a drift. That's not cool. But, you know, this is what I wanted to say. is like, much like in your health care, you have to be your own advocate. Sure. Like for your own health. And when it comes to your dream, and if you if you really, if it's something that is, you even said if you are... If you are big enough for your dream, your dream is not big enough for God. That's Mark Batterson. And if you have, if you have a big dream that you kind of like, people are kind of like, don't listen. 
to all the you know the, the haters giving, dropping your shade <laughs> oh man that's funny um i've never used that in a sentence before that's great anyway but you need to be your own advocate for your dream dream chaser and i think that we were just talking about this in the office that so many of our youth and now we're moving into the 20s and the 30s but if it's not done for them then they kind of like they drift mm, they yeah. think that they're just like yeah well i yeah I, if they don't want me to yeah if they need me they'll let me know and it's like no get out there and make it happen for yourself because you're you could just you could be one decision away from away from being destiny. propelled into being something and you let other people rob you from that well so satan could be like the lion could be capturing other people to come and rain on your parade don't i was going to say something else but i'm not going to do that anyway so anyway i'm just saying be your own advocate for your own dream yeah. and here's another thing and this is where i said i might get a little sassy because if you are, if you are, I've never known you to and be see, You don't have to worry about this okay. because you are a firstborn male. And so you have all of the stuff, you know, all of the leadership stuff and all the kind of thing. It's don't give me that face. It is a totally different monster. If you are a female and you have a dream and you kind of have to ask permission for things mm. to happen. Mm. It's different when you're a female, honey. I'm just telling you. Sure. And no, that I is why that. so many women, they put everything into like their, you know, their relationships or whatever, because you told like, you want to support somebody else that has a dream, but you don't, it's like, that's so 1960s. And I'm just saying we have dreams too. Yep. And, even though Benaya was a male, I still wanted to say. Well, the other thing too about Benaya, though, one of the points that we made is that Benaya, um, his dream, his destiny, actually was to the benefit of somebody else's dream. Right. You are part of the process. Um. Yeah. He was. Going? He was part of the process with David, and he knew he was never going to be king. And that was not a. That wasn't a. That wasn't a thing. He mm -hmm. was okay. Being in that supporting role, knowing that he was going to make things happen for the king, for David, for Solomon. Mm -hmm. And so when you get to Matthew chapter 1 and you read the genealogy of Jesus, you're not going to read Benaiah's name. But maybe Benaiah is going to be like, yeah, you know what, though? Part of the reason you get to read David and Solomon's name is because I was there. Yeah. I was right by their side. And I mean, he had a split second decision to like either run towards the lion Run to the roar or run away. And he ran towards. So yep. run towards the thing that might be scary. Run towards the thing that other people might not understand. But there's a dream and it doesn't always have to make sense. It's just like, just run towards it until you, whatever. It, you go smack against the wall, Go, Erwin McManus. Has that book and he put in there? Your go tell there's a no. Again. Yes, I'm, it's not like I know these people. No, I'm not, you, you know, like going to give out a cell funny. phone number or something. <laughs> I'm just sharing with you people I've read. Okay, okay, 
Oh, well, you know, Roy. Billy Graham says. <laughs> and of course, when I talk to George okay. Bush. So we're at the 16 minute mark. And we have questions. How can we make sure it happens? You had three different questions. Yep. And the first one was, is your destiny a part of your history? Bam. That was kind of like what? Um, if you don't it's know. Possible. You don't know what your destiny is. It's possible that God reveals his dream for us in the future because of what he's done for us in the past. And so when we look at our history, mm-hmm. when we, instead of waiting until November, why don't you begin to write down your blessings now? Write down the things you are grateful to God for now. Mm-hmm. Look at how he has made himself known to you in the years that you have known him. So why then And the as you older... look at that... You, it's very possible that God reveals to you, this is where okay. I want you to be in the future. But now that we're in this time of our life and we have like our parents and they always talk about yesteryear and all the glory days of the past and we don't ever, we don't like the older you get, the, I mean, you always think of your destiny and your dreams as being a young person or like you got like sure. the whole world ahead of you. Yep. Yep. And so there's really, there shouldn't be a, like God is limitless. So no, you no, can no. always yeah. be planting a dream, a new dream, no matter what your age is. Yeah. 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 That, and that's part of the key. Again, I think that the older we get, sometimes people um, allow their dream to get stifled because it's like, well, you know what? I'm past that stage. No. Caleb was 80 years old when he said, I want that mountain. Mm -hmm. And Joshua was past his prime when he led the Israelites into the promised land. Mm -hmm. And scripture is filled with, you know, I mean, Abraham was 100 years old when he gave birth to Isaac. He didn't give birth to Isaac. He didn't give birth to Isaac. Sarah was 90. There you go. There you go. You leave the women out of the equation. See, I'm telling you. Sarah was 90. Um, She gave birth. So, yeah. So, okay. But isn't it interesting that at 190, that's when their dream was realized. Right. So, so why don't we talk more about that? Well, that's what we're doing okay, this well, month. Okay, well, let's just keep <laughs> reminding people and use men and female as examples. Um, so what are some of the defining moments in your life? You should, you again, I'm just reminding people to go out and write it down. What write it are down. some yeah. of the defining moments in your life? And, and how write has God blessed? the God blessings in your life. Yep, yep. And, and the and second question you asked was, how will your dreams serve others? right. Because a lot of times, if if we're looking for our dream just to serve ourselves, we're missing out on what God may want for us. Mm-hmm. Benaiah, like we mentioned, he was never going to be king. His dream served the purpose of King David, served the purpose of King Solomon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and how does our dream I mean, he affect other people? Was the commander of the army, so he did a lot more than just one or two people. Oh yeah, no, his I mean his dream made such a such an impact and such a difference that yeah, he becomes the commander in chief of the Israelite army. Army. Mm-hmm. So, um so what is it about our dream that's going to make an impact on other people? We need to look for a dream that doesn't just make a difference. Like, you know, my my dream is to have a Cadillac. Well, okay, great. Right. Uh who are you going to pick up for church in the Cadillac then? Sure. Um because our dreams need to be more than just self-driven how are they going to well, be- benefit other people i always like the people? thought too that your dream and if you are part of the process your dream can still continue whether you are here or not yeah legacy so, 
Yeah. So part, then your, your destiny actually your turns into a legacy. Yeah, that's great. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, that'll preach. I'm more than a pretty face. That will preach. <laughs> and <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay. And then the last question I've was just been dying to use what sacrifice effect. do you need to make to realize it? Yeah. And I think every this dream is, is going to take some sacrifice because nobody wants to sacrifice. Nobody wants to have a sacrifice. Yeah. Right. So, and, and I mentioned that I get some periodicals monthly from a missions missions group that, that deals with people who are really willing to lay it all on the line for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I leave through that magazine every month because I just need to be reminded that what I'm sacrificing really isn't that Mm -hmm. much. So it's, and and I told the people Sunday, 99% chance we're not going to have to give our lives for Christ, but what are we willing to sacrifice? You know, Paul said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Um, we're probably not going to have to die for the cause of Christ, but, but if what you are down we willing life, to sacrifice yeah. to live for the cause of Christ? Right. So. Um, and then you mentioned something about, did you say the name Bowie? You, somebody's last name was Bowie. <laughs> What are you yes, laughing yes, at? Yes, 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 yes. And no, my I first thought, Jim come on Bowie. now. Okay, but I yeah. thought about David Bowie. So when you said yeah, Bowie, well, no, I was like, David oh, Bowie. he's going to talk about David, David Bowie. Bowie. I'm like, oh. No, Jim Bowie and Davy Crockett. Ah! History. David Bowie. Jeez. For the love you of You and Pete. your Of course, you know David Bowie was named after Davy Crockett and Jim Bowie. Has nothing to do with Little House of the Prairie. It has to do with the Alamo. Thank you. It and just you tells want you to the difference. You us. want to go to San Antonio someday. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking he's talking about David Bowie. Oh, for the love anyway. of Pete! All no, right, so. Captain Travis drew the line in the sand and said, "If you're willing to stay here, cross over the line." And all of the men in one stepped over the line, and they knew we're going to die here. They knew we're going to die here. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is. Yes, they paid the ultimate price, but if you and I got on a flight and drove, uh, flew down to San Antonio, you'd be able to visit the Alamo. Yeah. It is part of and our nation and our country because One of my favorite all-time people... movies was Pearl Harbor, and Ben Affleck and Josh <laughs> Air- Harnett, they went to the point of no return. Oh, my and gosh. they knew they weren't going to come back because they didn't have enough gas. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that so. was uh, Doolittle's do yes, raid. Yes, Doolittle's raid. Yep, yep. yep. So, yeah. anyway... Anyway, all right, so. So next week, part two. Part we're two. We're going to continue talking about Chase the and Lion. we're going to slow down a little bit so we'll we can down write down little. all the things and get all the things. Okay, can I just throw out, though, the fact that I spoke for 35 minutes on Which Sunday? One is the so even though I was going or fast. Wah, wah. Um, no. Nope. <laughs> okay, we figured it out. Okay, sorry, Eric. All right. He only took us three times. Hey, listen, thanks for listening, and love to have you check out the message series. Uh, you can go to YouTube, Calvary Southgate's channel. Um, also, I don't know who's listening and when you're listening, but if you're in the area, you can come check it out live. We'd love yeah. to have you come. Actually. So, uh, but anyways, thanks for tuning in. And hey, subscribe. If you and can't, if you don't, if you cannot define your dream, think about what is it that you can dream? Yeah. Yeah. Look so. at your look at your history with God. How has he blessed? How has maybe he it was a prayer? long time, but maybe it's new. He's got a dream for so everyone. Go for it. Yep. 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 All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hope you have a you guys great, have a great week. week.